tell the fucking mob. Mob? I'm dead as fuck. This lady's resignation letter, it says, it has that SpongeBob uh, picture. I'm going to head out. <laughs> Effective November 15, 2019. Sincerely, Emily Rodriguez. Well, I'm a SpongeBob and I'm going to start this show. It's If You Will. It's your boy, Will, a.k.a. Kibbles. One half of Duke and Kibbles Untitled. We dropped again on Monday. Back again this week with my boy A. What's up, y'all? What's up? And Miss Swooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooo
it's better never got talked about this week on Monday for the about Chris Brown. So we don't we're gonna leave it alone today. Mm. If you listen to the episode of Big Kibbles, yeah, yeah, they talk bad about me, you know. Somebody, I, I had a, a man. Yeah, hey, that was funny as hell. What they said, if Chris Brown bought, you said, "Hey, I'm I'm paying you coming." He told me, "Hell yeah, I'm coming." <laughs> <laughs> hey, all week, bro. That's like, that's a free man. What you mean? Shit, right? They say, "Yeah, hell yeah, he going. He'll pay for it if he had to." Shit, that nigga be right. He be right at Fast Eddie's. I'm dead. All the food for cheap. CB, what you say? Oh, what you say? About, you gonna sing it for us? Let's sing it for us, brother. I'm, I'm dead. It's shit. But let's get into it for the week. So everything that's been going on this week, the biggest thing that I've been seeing is T.I. and these goddamn headlines. I'm so over it. And when I first read about T.I., I had to read about four or five times. I thought it was some bull. I thought it was a joke. I thought somebody was playing a prank. I was like, oh, maybe it's just a meme. Maybe people just choking. I'm going to let you start off, Miss. Well, if you know anything about the situation, Sum it up for us. supposedly, I'm going to just leave it at that. Supposedly, um, he takes his daughter, Deja Harris, to the gynecologist every year for what we know as a well woman's exam. But the. Um, the difference in this story is he says that she gets her exam done, you know, she he tells the doctor, Well, what's our results? First of all. What's our results? <laughs> this yo, last I checked, she was her and you was you and you ain't her, so therefore them ain't your results. Mm-mm, it's but the family you thing. Feel, uh, you know, uh, if you uh, see him in the streets, you better act like you don't know him. Yeah, uh, tight family. It's uh, the family uh, hustle, uh, baby. Uh, uh. Um, I have so many I have so many issues with this situation. Being a female, we know that these well woman exams are hard already. Um, just because they're uncomfortable situations, you know, you you propped up, you got people sticking stuff in places that you your son don't shine. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. and it ain't it ain't your man at the crib, you know, it ain't some nigga you like, and it's some probably some doctor. But you, you know, you like your doctor. You not enough for her to be sticking her fingers up my shit. Well, you didn't been to it enough times where it should be something you should I mean, do. it don't make me uncomfortable. What I'm saying is, like, you know that it's necessary, not necessarily like you want, you want to do this. You know? Right. Like, with sex, it's different. You're trying to get in with it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but I know that as a as a teenager, when, when I became a teenager, I'll just say that, like, my dad was overbearing like that. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's just disgusting and it's too much. <laughs> Honestly, I just feel like it's too much. You know, and it, it came to a point where I couldn't go in a doctor's office and ask her questions, or if I did have something wrong with me, I don't feel like I could have told her because I knew that right after she did what she needed to do with me, my daddy walked in the room. They, she gonna tell my daddy whatever the fuck because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. at this particular time I'm a minor, so I can't tell her. You can't tell him something, you know. Right. So I could I couldn't have something wrong, you know. Not that I did, but you see what I'm saying, mm-hmm. you know. And you know, I, I was also taught so many different things. My dad was the one that put me on birth control, for example. Mm-hmm. Not that I needed to be, not that I wanted to be. It was more or less like you're going to do it and you ain't got no choice. That makes you feel like you don't have power over your own body. That you're not in charge or in charge of or responsible for yourself. Because it feels like a man is constantly telling you what the fuck you can and can't do. And it's crazy, for example, I looked on her Twitter afterwards and she's liking a lot of the messages that people are saying that there was disgusting and it's possessive and all this other stuff. Deja was actually liking those um, tweets. You know, so she obviously feels some type of way. As a woman, I would too. You know, because that's, that's not for him. And I feel like, personally, if I had a husband, that that would not be his realm. I'm sorry. I, I just can't because I know how uncomfortable it is. Um, he can be there, but you can sit in the lobby with the rest of the pops. Yeah, like, my you, thing is, he ain't funny with being there. He shouldn't, shouldn't be there at all. That should be a mother-daughter thing, if that. I mean, but you see what I'm saying? Like, I just feel like that's not for him. So, like, if we had some different type of questions, you know, he she can feel comfortable asking them questions. But I just feel like it makes the whole situation awkward. I feel like it's just absolutely too much. I understand you being a dad and you care about your daughter. But what the fuck does her hymen have to do with you? Right. Like, it was sad when I read in the article that he had to be educated on ways that a hymen can be broken through non-sexual activity. Mm-hmm. 
that irritated me. So the fact that you sit here and you had to be informed of that, but you're so concerned about her hymen, anything could have happened. And he says she don't ride no horses, she don't play no sports. Uh, exactly what he said. Get, uh, get my uh, test results expeditiously, sir. We have a problem. <laughs> Houston, we have a problem. Expeditiously, not not too fast, not like, too slow. And then, like, it, 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 the way that he said the conversation went, it made it seem like she didn't have much of a voice because he was like. Uh, hey, you got something that you uh, don't want me to hear? See, Doc, we ain't got no secrets. She couldn't say, nah, Pops, this, this ain't the... Oh, no, he, he wasn't given a chance to answer the question. He, you know, he, he answered the question. Well, he was, in the, he was in the room, and yeah. he was definitely probably intimidating at that point, right? Right. I you know, nobody... well, I think it ain't the first time, so she already knew what, what how, how shit go. She but knew she's also say, 18 now. This nothing. ain't her being 12, uh, 10, well, see, 11, she 12. She's in college, too. Correct. She's see, freshman in college. That's and that's my point. Like when it come down to it, I feel like if I don't have a problem with him being involved with his daughter, taking her to the doctor and inquiring about the information. The problem only only aligns when she's of age, which I'm gonna say eighteen, and if she disagrees with him being in there, but she has to be vocal about that. He he strike me as a good father. And he might be more charismatic than than people would be comfortable with. He might take it upon himself to be uh, just more invested than he should be, but I don't have a problem with him asking those questions, being present when it comes to this, because what if he was the only parent? I got a daughter, and if I was the only parent for her and I was taking my daughter to the gynecologist, then I would be in the room protecting her from bad information from doctors because doctors give out bad information. But he ain't no shit, so how would he know it was bad information? We don't know. T.I. seemed like a smart guy to me. I did watch the interview. But he was asking a lot of questions that he didn't know the answer to. No. The doctor was giving, he was giving out cautionary statements. Mm -hmm. The doctor said, you you understand that I cannot release this information without her approval. And that's when he did, he was overburned when he did that. He looked at her and said, baby girl, we ain't got no secrets in between us, do we? See, Doc, everything's fine. Sign the paper, Deja, or whatever her <laughs> name is. Like, for real, though. Like, that's yeah, kind of what he did. Right. And she signed a paper, and you can't really go to your... It's uncomfortable. I get it. Right. But this is reality, is that men are parents, too. Me and my wife was actually debating on this, because she brought it home, and she was pissed off. She felt like that ain't a man's place. And I had to tell her. I stood up, and I felt good, because I told her. I said, look, if that was me... I would. I don't have a problem with him being in that situation, finding out what's going on with his daughter, especially a minor. I mean, you taking her to the appointment, you're privileged. What would be the difference between a mother being in that same situation, being privileged to that same information from a 15, 16, 17-year-old daughter? And she just turned 18, I assume. So it might be an issue now that she's an adult, but up until this point, this is what they have been doing as a family. I really don't see the issue with him being involved with that. That's a conversation that families should talk about. And uh, that was my biggest issue, is that this isn't a public issue. You shouldn't be talking about your daughter's privacy. Correct. At, at this at this stage or around other people in general. You shouldn't. Your microphone's too big. It's completely disrespectful to her. And that was the biggest flaw I saw with this. I don't have a problem with him going to those appointments, I got a problem with him talking about it in public. Honestly, well, I think honestly what it was. and I, For real, I think this is probably the first time he ever went. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to give you my reasons why I think this is the first time he ever went. I don't think he went while she was in school and he was she was living at home. I think it was the fact that she went off to college. And he don't know what she at school doing. Mm-hmm. So now, they probably, he, he probably ain't been talking to her as much as he was when she was at home. She probably ain't answering his phone calls or ain't communicating like she was when she was at home. Now she away at school. So now he worried. Oh, shit, you away now. What the fuck are you really doing? I don't know. So let me find out, keep tabs on you by going with you to these because I'm going to find out if you're out there at school having sex with somebody. Even though, don't know, man, me and you both don't want to hear, know our daughters is having sex. That's the whole thing. The whole thing is right there what you just said. I don't want to hear, I don't, I, I know how men are. Right. And I've been that guy. And I know that that's the whole goal of the game. Little boys are only nice to little girls so they can get something. And then my thing with the thing is, I don't want to know it, but 
But it's like, that's what it is. It's over, I don't ever want to be that overbearing father. I want to be there for you, but I'm not going to be at your OBGYN, if that was called. OBGYN. OBGYN appointments. I'm not going to be in there. I don't, I don't want to be in a room when they opening you up. Why not? No. I, it's always still awkward when I had to change. Why is, it, why is it awkward? Because that's just weird. It's still, as a man, and having a daughter, it's weird to change her when she was changed before she got body trained. It was awkward. That's the problem with society it, now, bro. It's just, it's, 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 they shame men for being there. For no, their... it ain't nothing to be ashamed of. I'm not ashamed of it. It's just, it was weird because I've always been a man my whole life. So yep. having a daughter and having to learn how to wipe correctly yep. and all that is just weird and something I still had to get adjusted to. Right. So now that she got a, she grown and adult, I don't want to see that part of her no more. I don't want to be in the room with you with your legs open and that part of you's out. I get it. Yeah. I felt those songs, those same things. Yeah. Our, our daughters are around the same age, yeah. bro. But I, I definitely think that the same way I fight for women to be judged equally, mm-hmm. especially sexually, promiscuity, mm-hmm. I, I, I fight for them to be judged equally on that playing field. I, I, I'm also going to fight for men to have equal rights in this situation where you're raising kids. Right. You're, you're, that's a part of the job, man. And you can't sit there and criticize a man for wanting to be invested when you shame, on the other side, you shame people for not being as invested as they should be. But right. I, don't, I don't think his is an investment. I think his is more of a, he's trying to pull a power move. Okay, you don't want to tell me what's going on. You don't want to talk to me. You're away at school. All right, I got something for that ass. That's what I think. This is a more power move. I don't think this is him trying to be a good dad. What you mean? Because I honestly, in my opinion, I feel like this is was a one time thing. This is probably the, I feel like this is the first time he's ever did this. I don't think he did this while she's in high school. I don't think he, he said did. he has though. And I don't think he went in the room with. Her. I think he probably went to the place with her and sat in the lobby. Because honestly, if he had did all this before, this would have came out already. What it was the, what was the point in this conversation? How did it get broached? It just happened. He was talking to somebody, and it just it just came out. It came out in an interview. It came out in an interview. Yeah, he so did an interview with that. But then you, he, then he contradicts himself with the situation because he up her ass about her being a virgin, but then goes on another interview or show and praises his fifteen year old son for not being a virgin no more. And that's what. Oh, see, I'm glad you brought that up because that was my biggest thing. And I said, if he is this overbearing and extra with his daughter. And which, mind you, this is his biological daughter, but he claims Tiny's daughter Mm -hmm. as his daughter. Was he doing this with her? Probably not. Mm -hmm. And also, are you doing the same actions with your sons? Probably not. So what's so different about her than your other children? That's my biggest thing. I said, this ain't the baby girl. Well, you know, where you're going to the pediatrician and Mm -hmm. you're asking questions and all this Mm -hmm. other stuff. This is your grown daughter. You know, you see what I mean? Like, I understand it's your biological daughter, things are a little bit different, but for you to claim her as your daughter too, and you being as involved in, in her life as you have shown to be, are you doing this with her also? Some 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 parents, like, when it comes to that, they be like, that's my daughter, you can't discipline her. If she do something wrong, tell me I discipline them. So I can see where he wouldn't be as invested in that. But I look at it well, this way. I, how, wait, let me ask you this, though. Uh-huh. As, as a people, do we raise our sons the same as we raise our daughters? No. Hell no. But he, honestly, and so I, why y'all mad at him? Because the way he went about this, correct? He, he shouldn't have came out public about it. It should it should have been a it should have been an in home thing. Yeah, right. he should have left it at home. It should because yeah. because back, back to what she said about the Instagram post, people liking her her liking the stuff. With him coming out about this stuff now, her and coming out to the world, letting the world know that she's a virgin. Mm-hmm. He's opening up the doors for more creeps. Vultures. To try to... Because this motherfucker out here that's trying to, try to pay for keep people's virginities. Mm-hmm. So he opened a whole nother Pandora's box of different kind of men. Because it's probably men already chasing after her already. Mm-hmm. But now you that they're she a virgin... She's fucking gorgeous. two times, three times more chasing after her now because it's like, oh, you got something precious. Let me come in and try to get this even more now. Yeah. It's, it's open a whole nother but now it's gonna be niggas that's his, his T.I. friends or people at his age trying to hit up talking about hey they probably already me, been looking me, at her let me go and ahead and get that she untapped like come on now right so, that's like the fucking holy grail he, untapped <laughs> no real shit though like she ain't never been touched you mean like in that in that way you see what I mean like so he opened another he opened a, he, he was worried about one book he's worried about one young man getting inside of it 
at a point in well, time. Well, that was already like, now he worried about everybody. Night. But that was the case already, bro. And I feel like I I know I told myself that I was gonna prepare my baby girl for everything in this world. Mm-hmm. The, the the everything. I want her to be well rounded and well knowledge so she can make her own choices. Right. And I feel like that's the kind of aspect he would take into it too. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know. I I watched the TV show. I feel like he's a good father. I mean, nobody's perfect. Nobody's perfect. I think he's a good father, and he's trying the best that he can. And that's all we can ask for, man. I know people like that. They might not say the right shit. They might not do the right shit, but he try. And that's all we can ask is you try not to do harm. You put the microphone in front of his face. He just said too damn much. Nigga, literally. (laughs) Too damn much. Too Too much much information. He didn't have the shirt at that's that, and that's what that I think that's what you should label this event. Too you much talk information. Too talk too damn much, Tip. <laughs> you know, and it, he ain't one of the people like in the tank situation. He not gonna say that I fucked up. Uh uh-uh, uh, he ain't you gonna, know, gonna admit he it. He gonna stand his ground. He gonna say I meant, I said what I said. But see how that kind of person. He not gonna let. He never gonna say he wrong. Correct. He's not gonna be like, oh yeah, I shouldn't. Have. And then it also gets me because I said for somebody who claims to be so educated and know all of these things and. You know, you should know, for example, you concerned about a hymen. A hymen should be the least of your worries. Because you can have sex and technically not break your hymen or yes. participate in te- sexual activity. That's a lot of things you can So, do. like, she could be out here fucking bitch getting money. And he would never know. <laughs> mm-hmm. You see what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, real shit. Like, yeah, I'm out here fucking, but this test don't say I'm fucking. Like, you see what I mean? So, like... In, in, in the tournament, she can be ha 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 in this nigga face. Yeah. Like, so you thought you was. Look, but it's, you're it's not. one of them things like a school test score. All right, I got a bad grade on this test score. This don't mean you're stupid. <laughs> you can fail the test, don't mean you're dumb. She could, she can pass that test, don't mean she's smart. I just think he's doing the best. He's doing, the, trying to be a father the best way he know how. Where's her mother? That's the good. That's a good question. Where's Tiny? No, no, no. Tiny, no that ain't this ain't about Tiny. Yeah. Oh, this ain't about Tiny. Yeah, it's not about Tiny. So that I don't think her mother. It might not be in her life. I thought she was. She's just not in the media. Well, like you said, this should have been her mother's Cause job. Because he has three kids. No, is it two or three? I thought it was three kids with the ex-woman. Mm-hmm. And then King, Major, and the baby girl with Tiny. Mm. So, like, that's three kids with somebody else. You know, and even for a while, the, the relationship, when you see it on the show, was rocky between the biological mom mm-hmm. and T.I., just because they had different ways of raising their kids and different decisions that was being made and yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. You know, so she really wasn't out there like that anyway. So mm-hmm. I, I'm interested to see what she got to say or why she would even she think that that's something. Nigga out. He, he, she probably was texting his phone and blowing his phone up so she heard about it. You dumb motherfucker. <laughs> she hitting him with every name she could name I told you you talked to what? I told you you talked to That's what we ain't together now. You talk too damn much. Called him everything with a child of God. I'm telling you, you had to. It couldn't be me, cause I would be at the front door. Uh, pacing. Get your motherfucking ass out here. You know what I didn't like though? I didn't like that the way people responded to it. I feel like they don't give men enough credit, fathers enough credit in that aspect. It just felt like this was the instant reaction is that people overreacted and they said, "Well, he's completely wrong. There's no, there's nothing right about what he did." And I feel like logically. That don't make sense for you I, to say that you're not expecting men to raise their daughters. It's one of them situations. If but you, you're expecting women to raise their sons or you, women to raise their daughters. It don't matter. It's just parenting at that point. If you give, it's one of them situations. If you condone, condone it, then you're going to look like you condone in the whole situation. I'm not scared of that though. I hate that the fear of public it's response. It's, it's, I don't. I don't like that. The public like sometimes. Sometimes the the most politically correct thing it's still wrong True. correct so and that's the aspect i'm coming at with it i'm not saying that he was right i don't think he was entirely wrong in what he what he did i feel like he shouldn't have went public that's the only place that he went wrong with in my opinion he shouldn't have talked about his baby girl's private situation in public, in public. right if he chose to live that life if he chose to parent in that style that's his choice until she's eighteen and she make her own decision and get well, out of the house. She's eighteen now. She's eighteen now. That's what. But he was speaking them. in the other past, I guess. And if she had a problem with, it, I'm sure she would speak up. He don't but seem do like daughters always have that platform but, to speak up. I don't think she has the. the she, I don't she, think she has. She has, has the doctor she, give her a chance right there to say. But, no, but she knows she has to still leave with him. 
Correct. She don't have to live with him after she's 18. But your daddy footing the bill for the hospital, the school, your, everything. Your, everything you got. So you and she ain't got no choice because think about it, he can instantly. That's why I'm like, it's, in a way, it's, it's a form of control. Yeah. At, you think about it. At that point, we got a different issue. It ain't just about the doctor visit. You're controlling in all aspects of my life at that point. So now we got to have a different conversation. Which is a conversation she still can't have because he's fronting the bill. Right. Yes, she can. No, can she? she? Yeah. No. Hey, I meet parents like that all the time. If they fronting the bill, then they, you're not getting no say-so. Correct. When you pay your own bill, I get you it. can tell me. I get it. But that also comes with... That comes with adulthood. You make that a decision. Adulthood. Adult. Adult. <laughs> what I say? Adulthood. Adult. Hey, man, don't talk about that. <laughs> adulthood. Hey, be a West Twain. <laughs> I feel like if they had the relationship. My daddy did me like that. That's like if shit. If they had the relationship that they claim to have mm-hmm. or is supposed to have, then he wouldn't have to go to a doctor's office to find out about his daughter's sexual activity. Yes, correctly. Because she would come to him and be. And even though I don't want to hear it, I don't want baby girl coming to me dad, I started having sex. But if we had that relationship where you can come to me, I don't want to hear it, but I'm going to respect you. Like, all right, you was adult enough, mature enough to come to me and like, dad, I need to go to the doctor. I need to go get some plans, some uh, birth, birth control and go to the doctor and see what I need to start doing. Mm-hmm. I can, that's how you know you have a, a good relationship, but that also make it a good relationship because they come to you and talk to you about shit like that. But if, like she said, if they, he thought they had a relationship that he thought they had, this wouldn't He wouldn't happen. even have to be there. We wouldn't even be knowing about this shit, period. Correct. This should be, nothing ever, nothing would ever came out about it. Because he would have never said nothing about it. And if they had that kind of relationship, he never would speak publicly about her. Correct. About and like about that. that, like, that's a little much. I agree. Because then my thing is, it would have been an at-home situation. They would have went. And you're like, all right, baby, can I know your information? If not, I can't. All right, go about our day. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's all that was. As long as you're okay. That should be her that his number one concern. As long as his daughter is healthy, safe, mm-hmm. and taking care of herself, doing what she's supposed to do, that should be to me his top priority. Not her hymen in specifics. Like I'm not okay <laughs> with that. That's, I love that she can use the medical term. That, he he did hymen. though. He did though. That is what he went for was the result of that hymen test. <clears throat> which is the dumbest shit I've yeah. ever seen in my life. I don't, know. I don't care. Like I, my dad went to my exams, not in the room, but he was there. Stepped outside the door. Doctor did her thing. He came back. Okay, okay. You know, okay. so gave me that that level of privacy to where mm-hmm. I didn't have to worry about him sitting here with my legs up. You know, and also I understand that there's a certain level of confidentiality that the doctor has to maintain, depending on what state you're in. I know it. I think it's like 16 in Missouri mm-hmm. when it comes to like well women's exams. So the doctor technically doesn't have to say anything. And it came to a point where I did that and I told him told the doctor, I don't want him knowing my stuff. Mm-hmm. And that was a whole fucking conversation in the car. Mm-hmm. What you mean you don't want me to know your information? You want my goddamn insurance. I can know what I need to know because if I gotta pay for something, I need to know what I'm paying for and yada yada yada. Makes you feel like shit for even speaking up mm-hmm. to have any type of concern. Yeah. You know, I mean, and again, there was nothing wrong, mm-hmm. but you know, I had my private conversation with the doctor about whatever, and it makes you fearful to be open. Yeah. Because it could be, you know, telling money, money make people do some questionable shit mm-hmm. to where he could have tossed the doctor a stack and be like, hey, I need all her shit. I don't care mm-hmm. about this. She ain't got to know that I know, but I need to know. Yeah. You see what I mean? Because that's, that's the thing, too. So at the bottom of it all, we all can agree to disagree <laughs> on this because nobody you can't. From what your point of view is, he, he's been a good dad, but then yes. he also fucked up at the same time. Correct. I feel like he's not perfect. And Nobody's man, perfect. perfect. I, I, yeah, I get it. I'm just saying, and I definitely, I definitely sympathize, and I say, you know, that's. I don't even know what I'm trying to say. I, mean, I just, just think like, that at that point, you're right. Agree to disagree, but I'm not arguing. I think I, I definitely I definitely think that women have um that the the child has rights in that situation that shouldn't be violated right. and it shouldn't be an ultimatum it shouldn't be my love or benefits of being my child mm-hmm. that's not cool at all right that's so that's not what I'm saying I'm I definitely think that he has a style of parenting and nobody's perfect I don't necessarily disagree with the things that he's done but I do think that he shouldn't have went public with it. If that was an agreement that they have in their household and that everybody agrees to, I'm cool with that. Right. But if it causes trauma for the child, then now you terrorizing your own child. I got a problem with that. 
and then you got all kind you start to uh, you start to cause problems in a relationship that you do have with your kid because you can't be trusted now. For him? Oh. Yeah. But uh yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna keep on parenting for today. Slide on with the keep slide on with the parenting parenting. So we're gonna have to get into that. That black mama that pulled a boy out of school, snatched him up out the cafeteria and beat his ass in front of Beat his ass in front of the teacher in the hallway for disrespecting the teacher. And basically cussing him out, calling him little nigga this, calling him little nigga that. I just want y'all opinion on it. Um, I was one of them kids that got their ass whooped in front of the school, but this is also in the 90s. What? You know. Oh, yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute, we gonna get, what's up? We're going to get into all these stories. I got one too. Hey, because hey, I was in, I was wanted to be the class clown. Mm-hmm. And the clown got her ass whooped mm-hmm. in front of the class. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I don't feel like I don't feel like the action of whooping her kid was the problem. Mm-hmm. But I do feel like because of the environment that she's in was in that she, you know, we get in the mindset of I know where I'm at. There's just certain shit I can't do where mm-hmm. I'm at. And in this day and age, you just cannot not only whoop your kid in public. Everything's being recorded. Mm-hmm. But you also can't be calling him little nigga ass, dumb motherfuckers, you stupid nigga, da 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 whatever mm-hmm. she said. You know, that seems to be emasculating in a way. That's the word I'm looking for. That's the word. That's the word. Um, yeah, I mean, but you see what I'm saying? Like, it's disrespectful because then if somebody else were to call your son a stupid you motherfucker, fight. you ready to whoop their ass. My thing is, you can't you can't plant that seed in your child that those words are okay because if somebody else said it to him, mm-hmm. he would be okay with what they said because my mama calls me that. Mm-hmm. You know, the problem is, to me, the words. I don't think whooping your ass, whooping your kid's ass is a problem. I'm not a firm believer in whooping children just because I was an abused child. Okay. So I don't do that shit. You, do, you see what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm all for discipline. And I know there's other ways of disciplining your child other than putting, a, putting your hands on them. But that may have been the point where I came up to the school 12 times. I'm tired of these teachers calling my phone. I'm here in front of her. I'm going to whoop your ass. Mm-hmm. Like, I got to show you better than I can tell you. Mm-hmm. It may have been one of them moments. And I fully condone, you know, maybe at this point, so I'm tap that ass. But... <laughs> <laughs> but I don't feel like the words the words probably hurt a lot more and just showed her in a negative light other than the fact that she was trying to discipline her son mm. um, so that's just my take on it y'all feel free I'll take the rain we're we getting into our stories you got your story so the year was 2000 mm-hmm. 2000 when was 9-11 Wait, year 2000 uh 9-11? Was like 
and she was calling people, calling people. Beat your ass to the gears. My, my mama, and then, and after that, she whooped my ass again, third grade year, and chased me outside underneath the car in the driveway because I got drunk. <laughs> Hey, <laughs> whoop your kids so ass because it make you grow up to be a good person. But it don't work with all kids. Builds character. But I, and I'm gonna contradict myself because it don't work with all kids. Some kids are better off being talked to. Layla, I would never put my hands on Layla because I don't ever want her to feel like it's okay for a man to ever put her hands on her in any situation, in any circumstance. But Layla with me is different than what she is with anybody else. With me, I can tell Layla I'm mad at her and talk to Layla. And Layla will get more of an understanding right. of what she's done wrong. Mm-hmm. So, like, when she down here and she do something or she keep horseplaying and keep doing something she ain't supposed to be doing, I'll stop her. Hey, turn your listening ears on. She'll stop, twist her ears like she turned them on for real. <laughs> it's the cutest thing ever. Yeah, like, a real? <laughs> it's like, like well, okay, daddy. <laughs> and she go, like, she go just like that. And she turn them on. They're on, like, daddy. You're Proceed. doing this and you're not supposed to be doing this and you're not supposed to be doing that. And she'll be like, you right, yes, sir. All right, and she'll stop doing it. Now, it's other kids that you got. You need to rear back, give them the hand from left to right to get them to act right. But the way mm-hmm. she beat this boy, it reminded me of my mama. Because she snatched him up by the back of the shirt, dragged him out the cafeteria, and had a belt and just, ha, ha, was swinging. Wasn't aiming. Wore that swinging. ass out. Wore that ass out. It, it, it gave me a flashback. I started shaking. Mama, no. <laughs> mama, no. Mama, please, Stupid no. Ass. Mama, please, stop. Mama. But Stupid. I don't fault her. For that, at all, because he's a young black male, and he needs to understand shit like that ain't gonna fly as he get older. He talked back a disrespect teacher. They liable to tase his ass when he get older in high school. Liable to lock his ass up for shit like that. Man, we put, we just play on too many fields. Like on one side, I hear what you're saying about being nonviolent and teaching your kid. And you know, basically terrorizing your damn kid. That's that's what we're talking about. But then you get to a point where you get to a point where I mean, society tells you not to do that. But sometimes it's necessary because, like you said, you want to teach that child right from wrong, and you want to teach that child that I don't know. You whooping them because you're scared about the future, what the future might hold. You mm-hmm. you want them to do right so bad that you will kill them yourself. Before well, you let killing. before you let a police officer kill him, but that's kind of what we that's that's the ex- that's the extreme portion of why you whooping your child. You like you so bad that I gotta whoop you in order to to teach you right from wrong, mm-hmm. so you won't die later. That's why you. That's kind of the extreme version of what you're saying. But with with that being said, though, you know it's the extreme version of what I'm saying. That's why I a lot of people with, panic. I, I ask, but now it's less harsh and less hurtful than a. Getting locked up and killed later. I don't know. I think that I don't know. I feel like I always make the right decision when it comes to parenting. I would whoop my daughter. I would whoop my child. But I feel like I got good timing. Mm-hmm. I feel like I know when it's supposed to be right. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like uh, I feel like, and I also had that conversation with her or him after mm-hmm. the whooping. I'm like, now look, I don't like whooping you, but this is what you doing. She you can't is. do that. And we're going to talk about it, and we're going to have ice cream. Like, you know, I'm a sucker for baby girls, so we're going to have ice cream and make this shit better somehow and have good memories because I don't like them bad memories seeing mm-hmm. you cry. But you made, me up, you made me upset. You made Not me Marcus Weifel. Shit. <laughs> Look, I didn't whoop your ass. Let's, let's go. My dad used to whoop my ass, and he had asthma really bad. The only time I stopped getting my ass was this, this nigga's asthma flared up. He took a fucking breathing treatment and came back dead. to whooping my ass. <laughs> took a break. And my, and my thing is, I wasn't even no bad kid. Just my attitude was bad, and I just used to fight all the time. Oh, my God. So that was my biggest thing. Like, I didn't want nobody fucking me. I'm kind of, I was that way like I am now. Like, I like my space. I don't like people bothering me. You know, if I get this attitude going, then that's it. That's it for everybody. Mm. But I didn't, like, I was very introverted in high school and middle school. But when I became a teenager, that's when shit just got real. We was butt heads all the time. You know, my, I got my last ass whooping at 18. Nigga. Dang. Butt Hold ass. On. Oh, wait grown as hell. And who? I got wait, my last ass whooping. Who signed off on this? Who gave his ass whooping? Who signed off 
on this. This is a late My ass ass, ass whooping. went off to college. Like, fuck, hell no, you ain't getting no whooping before you go to it college. It was right after I graduated. And, like, I had an attitude or something. I didn't answer my stepmom's questions or something, which I don't do stepmoms. Just don't. We ain't going to get into that. That's why they call steps. <laughs> you you step over this bitch. No. But, oh. Um, I, don't, I, don't do, I don't do stepmothers. Like, I just don't. Um... And I got I had an attitude for something. And mm-hmm. like I don't know what it is with parents that don't feel like their kids go through stuff. Mm-hmm. But for some reason they just thought I just I ain't got no reason to have no attitude. I don't pay no bills. I ain't got no real stresses, whatever. You know, but <laughs> shit shit happens, that's you know. Ex- that's exactly how they feel. You know, and I had an attitude for whatever reason. I don't remember now, but I got I got stripped butt ass naked in the living room. Held a nigga's hands on the chase. I had to. Both palms on the, on the fucking head. At 18. Who and got fuck? my ass. Who was giving his ass with? My stepmom. <laughs> and she whooped you like a slave. Not the folded belt. <laughs> the long belt. The long belt. Whipping that, that motherfucker. Yes. You know, and, and after the end, I just yeah. really. I, That's mm, a bad whooping, though. That's not real. For an attitude. You know what I mean? Not go to your room. I was already in my room. I got called out of my room because I had an attitude. But I'm in my room because I have an attitude. So I'm staying away from people so I don't get in trouble. That's a bad whooping, man. My whoopings was quick, man. I got, like, Fuck punched no. in the chest. Like, and, you know, that's when I stopped. Like, I used to think that that was the way to do things, though. I used to think that giving whoopings, putting my hands on people. Because it used to be the men in the family would uh, handle the men in the family. So right. I grew up. My uncles, my my daddy, my granddaddy, they would put their hands on you. Right. And then when I got old enough, my younger brother, they was expecting me to do the same thing. Right. They was like, well, my little brother, he, oh, he doing something. They was like, Adrian, you need to go handle that. And that meant, you know, put my hands on him. So I used to punch him in his chest for the longest time and just be like one good pop, maybe two, three in the arm. But he'd cry and, you know, he learned his lesson. But he did the shit again. Eventually, he got old enough that I was like, you know, it wasn't not not that I couldn't hit him harder and make him cry, but it wasn't the same. I was like, okay, he growing up and he's steady doing shit. It's not really getting the point across like I thought it would. Right. And then I think we learned something in school or something about how that fuck a kid up, getting right. getting hit and mm-hmm. teaching them physical violence and letting that let that be like a some way to control them it right. fucks a kid up long term right. and it teaches them violence right and so i was like i'm not gonna do that no more to my little brother i'm gonna sit down and have conversations with him right. and talk to him when he do things wrong and that's the road i took and actually it was more effective so from that point on i just kind of combined the two i guess like when if i'm angry and i want you to know i'm angry i'll get physical but it's a limit to it but most of the time i'm having conversations so people can understand what is really the problem and how we gonna fix it and like i feel like that's the better route to go especially it, eventually you're gonna go to jail for putting your hands on people yeah because yeah. nowadays how soft kids is they calling oh, cps that's what my boy ha ha david cps <laughs> she said he, he said uh he said he's gonna call 911 hit him so hard he forgot the number my thing with kids nowadays <laughs> you look at them too wrong yes uh therapist she stared at me with anger you did what? You stared at them with anger. No, it'd be like that. It's like that. It's like that I, I work with, I'm, I work in mental behavioral health. And then I would, I work at the University of Kansas Health Systems, Maryland, which is a psychiatric hospital for kids 5 to 17. A lot of the younger kids are there for just angry issues. But then you get the teenagers that are there that said, oh, I just want to kill myself because my mom took my Xbox. Shit like that. Mm. Or my mom cussed at me last week and it hurt my feelings and I just mm. wanted to die. And it'd be kids like that that get away with stuff like that. Correct. Well, you sh- you sh- they like you're a neglected parent yeah. for taking the stuff like that. What? What? I bought the shit I'm going to take. I the shit, right. But exactly. I was one of the kids that got their clothes taken away. Did that ever happen to y'all? Oh, yeah. I, I Oh, yeah. So nah, nah, they nah, get, we were broke. We didn't see, have shit. Uh, <laughs> luckily, I'm grown now. My mama would be out of country. My mama has made, taken my clothes and made me leave the house naked. What? For, yes. For three I ain't this, never had that. <laughs> 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 sure, I ain't you never had that scenario. Take all my shit off and walk. Mm. You just walking out balls deep in balls the street, <laughs> hanging out. No. Hey, I was. I, I think I was sneak. Like, I was a good kid, but when I decided to do shit that was mischievous or bad, I just didn't get caught. I was cool. My thing is, I have never been that person to where 
Because the fear of God was in me. Yeah, Girl, exactly, look, look, exactly. She said it strong. The, the fear, fear of God. The fear of God. Go on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I didn't skip school till senior skip day. Nigga, who you telling? Oh, no. I didn't have. I didn't want them problems. Fam. Oh, now, I had perfect attendance unless I got suspended in high school. But For, I mean, I didn't get suspended in the high school. I got suspended in high school, but in other, in other well, suspensions, I never missed school. I lied. I didn't get suspended for a couple fights, but we ain't gonna talk about that. point. Uh, but other <laughs> than that, I had I the grades. I did what I was supposed to do, you know. But I didn't sneak people in my house when I wasn't supposed to. I didn't sneak out of my house when I wasn't supposed to. I didn't skip school when I was supposed to because my daddy always said that I could pop up at any time, mm. and you have a motherfucker in my house. You and this motherfucker both gonna leave. Mm. And, and I, don't, I, don't, I don't piss where I eat, so hey. nigga, I like to stay with my toilet paper free. Flavor, but <laughs> <laughs> nah. you see people that don't wash their hands after they get that piss and get me a little. By the way, the only paper. time the only time I had some money in my house I wasn't supposed to was the day that I lost my virginity. Mm. At mm. home. I lost in it your, at home. In your own bed. In my own bed. There you go. Yeah, Throw that in there. Wasn't in no car. Yeah, yeah, wasn't yeah. in no car. Wasn't in my parents' wasn't bed. Wasn't in your what parents' the fuck bed. What people lose their virginity in their parents' bed? That's so nasty. Because I feel like your parents' bed is always bigger than your bed. So it feels like it's I don't more, give a more fuck, romantic. Keisha. That's nasty. That's what it is. That's, That's all it is. That's when your parents bump up. That's my bed. That makes you think nasty. my wife and kids. The show. When, Joy, when J, uh, Junior lost his virginity in their mm-hmm. bed and she ended up pregnant. But no. Nah, oh no. I ain't like I barely skipped on skinny sit there. I was like, Mama, uh I came home. I like, this is how I came out, I said, like, Mama, uh tomorrow uh senior skimp mate, uh can I You asked? Oh nigga, yes. yes. Oh hell no. Yes. What's wrong with you? I was like, Mom, it's senior skip day tomorrow. Can What's I wrong with you? She's like, Are you being are you like she's like, you fucking with me or are you being serious? I was like, No, Mama, it's senior skip day tomorrow. We all they all the seniors playing this day today. She's like, all right, you go ahead. And I, it shocked the fuck out of me. She okay. said, go ahead. Because then... Mm. I was waiting on but the hell, school, no. You know the school plans went for you. The school right. plans... Yeah, yeah. This so wasn't the school when, one, It wasn't the school one. All the seniors did it. And this is how bad it was. We used to go to sixth grade. This is how we... I think we changed it for the school after that year. Because now they plan, they plan two days, one for each semester. We did it first semester. And we did it on a Monday. It was a Friday. We did it. Why? They say 75% of the school didn't show up that Friday. Damn. 75% of the school didn't show up that Friday. We got back to school that Monday. They said, hey, they put all of us in the, in the gymnasium. They was like, we going to play on y'all next senior skip day next semester. Damn. Because it's not good for 75% of the school not to show up. Ours was bad. Like, we had some girl get shot at, our, at the AHA that was right up the highway. What? <laughs> it's not funny, but hey, she almost, it went left. Her life almost ended at, in high school. She just... Because stuff like that will make you lose your senior skip days. When kids have senior skip days and somebody dies, they want to take they want to take stuff away. You lose. We How'd she we, get shot? How she get shot? I don't know what the situation was. I didn't go to IHOP that night. The IHOP she went to Grandview, house that night. Shout out to Grandview, Missouri. Um, <laughs> they they um uh, they had this thing to where everybody would go to IHOP like all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, in this particular situation, IHOP stayed packed. Motherfuckers stayed running out on food, everything. But this particular situation, I don't know if she got into an argument or she just got caught in a crossfire. But she ended up getting shot with one of them. In this situation, she got shot with one of them, like, rubber bullets mm-hmm. in her eye. And now she's blind in one eye. Damn! Like, it just because, I, like, I don't know if she was in a situation or she just happened to be caught there. You know, it's just a fucked up situation to where shit like that happened. Yeah. And it comes back <laughs> on a seniors. Hey, my homies almost did not graduate fucking with fucking uh, skip days. Because when it came for the senior prank, they tore up the high school. Really? Them niggas could not go to prom. They did not oh, go to prom. Damn. They almost didn't walk the stage for graduation. We had to petition for that shit. Damn. Oh, it got that bad for us, too. They was, they was like, they was They pulled down. all the chairs, like they- those desks, out into the hallways, out of every classroom. My high school is damn. three floors. <laughs> they told us that if y'all do another senior skip day, all oh, y'all not gonna graduate. It was like, what? What? They niggas graduation. See, you know what I'm hearing though. Like for me, school wasn't like that for me. I never like. It sounded like y'all identified yourselves as students, and y'all went to school every day. And it sounded like y'all, for the most part, did what y'all was supposed to do. What the fuck else will we be, bro? But I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, hold on, hold on. It wasn't like rewind that back. It wasn't, it wasn't like that for rewind, me. Rewind. It sound all I'm saying is that it sounded like y'all <laughs> dedicated yourself, identified yourself as, as students in high school. Yes. In high school, I'm, I'm throwing the flag, fam. All I'm saying is that wasn't my life, bro. <laughs> that so, was that wasn't what I did when so I was. What, in high I was skipping school, bro. Okay. I was smoking. I was just like, 
Okay. I was responsible for like at home and shit. Mm-hmm. Like in front of my mom. Mm-hmm. But she knew I wasn't really going to school like that. I missed so many days of school. It wasn't until it wasn't until my junior year I looked up and I seen people preparing themselves for college when I decided to start like getting good grades. I always could do the damn work. Mm-hmm. Um, the teachers always say that shit, but I never like like going to school. I used to stay home and play the game. And my mom used to say, uh, "If you stay at home, you are gonna have to clean the house all day." So I was cool with that, man. I washed the motherfucking dishes. I cleaned shit. the motherfucking house, bro. That was her rule. Her rule is you got if you shit. stay home, you gotta clean. I gotta go to work, so you gonna do some work if you ain't gonna go to school. That was my mom. I wish and that was she, the if my mom was if I said, "Mom, I'm not going to school today." Shit out, well, nigga, I hope you find a place to be for the eight hours you're supposed to be at school or another mm. place to live. Correct. Mm. I be like, <laughs> even when you sick. I think that's the kind of... You that's get that the kind of, and you get pushed out the mm-hmm. door, huh? I, I think that's the kind of... My dad was definitely different. I didn't live with my dad, though. They separated. Mm. My mom was just... That's how my mom was. I think I'll be that type of parent where I'm going to be invested in my child's education mm-hmm. but that definitely wasn't my mom i think today's overall message is gonna be about parenting y'all like this sound like parenting i mean Shit, i and... wish my kid would <laughs> you better get your motherfucking ass out the title, of the title of the show um that title is gonna be um parents how many of us have them oh god <laughs> oh god <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be the title of the episode because like you can tell and it's crazy once all of us get together and start doing shit like this because like to see how different everybody household was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And still the fact that we all still ain't never been locked up. We ain't in trouble and we living our lives. Yeah. Different versions of success. So this different versions of parenting mm-hmm. that led us to still doing good things. Mm-hmm. So it's crazy to me because like I know motherfuckers who like I had a whole bunch of homeboys that's like you. That didn't turn out like you. And you a good-ass person and a good-ass dad. But I got homeboys that when we was in high school and middle school, niggas didn't have curfew. Shit. Niggas could do what they wanted to do. Guess what? I didn't have no curfew because I didn't go nowhere. Right. (laughs) But what what is the black household curfew? For them street lights. For them street lights, come on. You better have your ass home or on the porch. Yeah, yeah. I used to have to run from wherever we at to get home. Full spread. And I got talked about badly. Ooh, you gotta go home. It <laughs> wasn't no real Joan in here. They just stayed in the obvious. No motherfucker, I gotta go home. My mom, and then she like, my mom went, my mom was like, look at him, he running fast. We stayed in apartments back in the day, and when we stayed in apartments, Man. her rule was, don't be nowhere where you can't hear my voice. Okay. So if I could, if I could hear you, even if it was a little echo at the end of it, I could be there. Mm-hmm. Nigga, it got so bad. My kids knew my mama so badly. If I was playing basketball down the court, a little too far, where I couldn't hear. Your kid, mama called you, nigga. The kids coming on the bike, nigga. Your mama called. <laughs> I'm like, who? Yo, mama calling. Ho, I gotta go. They be like, nigga, you gonna take the ball? Yeah, I gotta go. Mama calling. Mama calling. Mama calling. <laughs> <Gotta> go. <laughs> mama calling. It's and my then, shit. And then don't let me. I can beat the street light, and you know how this light flicker right here. It's sometimes going off. Yeah. Don't let them just flicker and come on. I'm here, my. No, nah, you ain't beat that street like it just flickered oh, on. Man. I'm hanging ass outside tomorrow. Damn. Yes, man. Yes, man. <laughs> it just came on. Boy, no. y'all killing me with this wine though. Jesus Christ. Oh, this wine is good. Oh, this boy. It's this Stella Rose is hey, good. She sounded like me the other day. She's like, I ain't drunk. I got a little buzz. So. Yeah. <laughs> he told on the wine, bro. I was like, on the wine, I'm getting a little hot. This Stella Rose, like, right. And then mama be ready to whip her ass with a bottle of wine. She be like, okay, you want to you wanna add the food? Whoop that ass. Man, you right, though, bro. Like, man, we all grew up differently. Um, different versions. I love it. I love seeing that, though. Different versions of success. And it's not that, uh, what's that word I'm looking for? Toxic shit that, um, you know, that you be seeing, bro. I, I, I really don't like seeing that. That tos- toxic, toxicity, toxic, to- yeah, it's toxicity. just like toxicity. That, that negativity. You know, it's positive vibes, bro. Mm-hmm. That's what you. That's what I'm seeing out of y'all too. Mm-hmm. I hope that's what I'm. I'm protruding. You know, like I that motherfucking positivity, bro. Right. You see, mm-hmm. you know, out here, we we positive until you know we start rolling our ankles and stuff. You know. Yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> 
hey, man, I'll be back one day. They say I'm getting older now. They like, hey, shit. I need to stop. They like, you need to just sit down somewhere. I'm like, I can't, baby. Gotta run. Gotta get in this court. Yeah, I'll be I giving Will buckets. Ankles. That shit was irritating. I played soccer, too. That shit's trash. Hey, that's a lot of running for not enough points, man. I cannot do it. Yeah, soccer, I oh, love yeah. soccer. Nigga, my fat ass sweat when I watch motherfuckers play soccer. I'm like, damn, you doing a lot of goddamn running. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up. You doing a lot of running for, for two points? Hey. That shit, hey, this one, of, you think hockey, hockey's aggressive. Soccer? Oh, yeah. I don't know how many fights we got in Grammy High School other. Soccer Team, 2008, 2009. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> hey, look. They do. They, that's, that's competitive, especially they be kicking each other. They be all trying to fight for the ball and shit. Yep. You ever kick somebody intentionally? Hey, my goalie got kicked in the other? face one day because oh, the damn. girl was mad because our team was winning. Kick my goalie in the face, stopping her ball. I've Fucked her ass. Kick somebody in the face? No, she kicked oh. my goalie in the face. She got snatched up and her ass whooped on the fucking oh. soccer field. Oh no, cause cause at this time the goalie was my best friend. Okay, okay. You know, so she yeah, went up to her, nice but question. she like fucking did one of these. Oh, oh, oh. Nice. Randy Orton punted her ass. Yeah, no. Oh, I was going through none of that shit. <laughs> she said, she got hemmed go. up and slammed and got her ass whooped on the soccer field. I was not playing with her. And then the whole soccer team just came and we just whooped her ass after that. But I had to come out because I don't believe in jumping, folks. That's some pussy shit. But I digress. Then then her soccer, <laughs> then her team came over and everybody was fighting and coaches ran out and it was just bad. Taylor, it's your fault. Mm-hmm. Blame Man, you. Kicked my nigga in the face. That's funny. Like kicked her hard though. That's so all with that, bad. I'm gonna wrap it up with our last parenting moment of our parents. Shit. What is one thing from your childhood that you gonna always remember with your parents? I'm gonna start by I'm gonna start off with it. When Christmas time hit. No shit. I sent y'all to me. Anytime on a Saturday morning when that temptation hit in my mind. Yep. <laughs> you nigga oh, knew man. what he wasn't sleeping in that Saturday. Christmas tree going up that Saturday. Yep. Yeah. That is my favorite memory. And I told my mother, I said, I, and I hate Christmas music with a passion. But anytime Christmas come around, and like last year They're Christmas, cat I played that Temptations <laughs> album every day with Layla. Every day. Because like, that's one of my fondest memories of my mother. Yeah. That's the happiest time I see her when that, playing that album, drinking her wine, or drinking her liquor, and putting the Christmas tree up with her. That's my fondest memory with my mother. Mm. My daddy was kind of corny. My nigga, I had sa- he, he had sayings for everything. Mm-hmm. So like when it came to sex, for example, he's oh, like, shit. he's like, hey Taylor, make sure you hold the dime. I'm like, what the fuck is that? He's like Taylor. So he gives me a fucking dime, bro, like an actual dime, mm-hmm. and said, put it between your legs, hold that. So of course my stupid ass would sit there and I do it. He's like, he said, hey. So you should never drop the dime if the dime's between your legs and your legs is closed, huh? All right. <laughs> hold the dime. Hey, <laughs> hey that's clever. Oh, that was oh, the man. stupidest shit. Or like, he, he got in front of my... Well, I think we was doing something hold with the, the dime. seniors. We were doing something with the seniors, bro. Mm-hmm. And he was like, he had to be that parent. And he was... He gonna say, hey, make sure y'all fly with the eagles and not the seagulls. And we all look at each other like, what the fuck is this nigga talking He's like, let me explain to y'all. So eagles are a noble bird. They fly high. Seagulls are bottom feeders. They just eat everything. Make sure y'all fly with the eagles and walk the fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> my friends is looking at me like, bitch, is this your mom? I'm like, oh. Hey, that's hilarious. Before you go, I'm going to get my last. Her dad she said, is crazy. Said corny statement, the, the worst corny statement in black household. If you can, huh? You can hear. You can hear. If you can hide, you can hear. <laughs> hey, man. But it's true, though. I've been told that so many times, bro. They tell me I can't hear. But I can. I think I don't be listening. That's all. You That's the be, difference. I don't be listening. They, you can hide, you can hear. And they know that shit, too. That's why they say it. Because you heard me say something, which yeah. is why you said, huh? <laughs> I think, let's I heard see. The so, tone. so, let's see. My, <laughs> my memories growing up, like I said, my mom and dad didn't, they wasn't together. So, they had different households. My best memory with my mom, she used to do that kid and play the dance. You mm-hmm. remember when they do the little foot thing? They mm-hmm. like stay crossing, they crisscross, and they hit their feet together. Me and her used to do that dance in the fucking, we live in an apartment, but like the kitchen area. Mm-hmm. Bruh, that's my favorite memory. My mama used to be at it. She loved that dance. 
every time in my childhood I can remember she didn't did that damn dance. That's her favorite <laughs> dance. So we put out we just be walking around the house in socks on, doing a motherfucking crisscross dance together. So and me and my mom, we like we like I think she had me when she was fifteen. So I was a sixteen we, kid. Yeah, we like we grew up together, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how my mom was. And let's see, my dad. My dad, bro, we, I mean, he just, he kind of, like, I really got to know him more after I got of age. So, being, like, 18 on out, I mm-hmm. went to go live with my dad, and then I went and got my own place, bought my own house. That kind of stuff was my life. So, from the time I moved in with him, I started, like, doing more things with him as a man, like frying turkeys on Thanksgiving. If y'all ain't never had fried turkey, so fried turkey is I'm gonna the throw this shit. In there. I have no plans for Thanksgiving. I'm I don't saying. do family oriented shit. I just don't. So, if somebody want to adopt me, feel free. Adopt, adopt. You can adopt you come, me. Come through for the holidays. I come get a plate. Yeah, here she's up for adoption. A B option. <laughs> I <I'm> done. <laughs> So yeah, I'm not used to. I'm used to being in Maryville all these years, and I haven't had to do anything for fucking in Maryville and doing my own Thanksgiving with myself. Mm-hmm. So now I get the opportunity to partake in other family-oriented activities. Mm. So <laughs> it's a little odd for me. So mm. let me get back in the swing of being around families again. Have, have you ever had fried turkey? Yes. Fucking fire. bomb. That shit fire. Bruh. But, hey, we cook just... like six. We cook like, I think we up to seven. So everything's given. Seven? Yeah, we get together like six in the morning. And they already like seasoned and wrapped up and shit. Like oh, different God. members of the family dropped them off to my dad's house. And oh, we, God. it's like me, my dad, my uncles. It's two uncles. We cook all seven of them turkeys that morning. Oh, now no. think about it. Thanksgiving is National Nap Day. That's my Thanksgiving. It's my National Nap Day, mm-hmm. so you gonna he gonna be up at seven in the morning, but and technically you gonna eat by noon or one. We cook them the day before, right? So, but the you turkeys? still eat. Mm-hmm. You still eat on Thanksgiving for some reason. Thanksgiving dinner is noon, one or two o'clock. Yes. So then you are gonna sleep after that. You are gonna get up at five or six, eat some more. Yep. So eating all Thanksgiving day. is my favorite holiday. That's National I'm Nap Day. I'm telling you, that shit makes me happy. I can eat and not feel guilty, but I still don't do the swine, so just don't. I don't eat pork. So. so, I brought this up on Monday. One got to go. Macaroni and cheese, turkey, ham, greens. Turkey, ham, greens. Ham, bye. Macaroni and cheese, turkey, ham, greens. Ham, bye. Ham. ham. Fuck it. Them greens can go, baby. I don't eat hams often enough. And what you the tripping. fuck you mean? I don't eat greens. greens. <laughs> you don't eat them? No, I don't eat greens at all. Why what, not? Why? Because I just don't. I don't fuck with greens. What else nigga this you don't eat? I don't eat uh, cabbage either. Oh, I gotta go. This is I don't need those spirits. Yeah, I don't need those spirits. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you hey, what's wrong with you, boy? You ain't never had it good. Good. You ain't never had First nobody put no more. When you cooking it, and then that shit tastes disgusting. Greens? Yes. Bro, you ain't never had nobody put no ham or no turkey and no greens. Bro. Well, I do a smoked turkey that change your life. Okay. Who? Okay. You smoke turkey. Okay, I, 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 yeah, put, give me some smoked turkey off the greens. No, I, I need it in the greens. That's where the oh, flavor come from. Come on, bro. What? Uh, so okay. missing out, man. First off, just give me my ham and my mac and cheese and give me one of them Hawaiian rolls. Put my ham on with a slice of cheese. Warm it up for two seconds. Get a little melt on the cheese. There we go. There right there. Hey, y'all got a that problem right with the yams? I don't eat yams. I don't eat, uh, what's that, cranberry sauce either. <laughs> oh, you need Jesus. The yams, the, yams, uh, the yam juice touched the macaroni and cheese. Nigga, that's when the macaroni and cheese touched the dressing. And guess what? I'm one of the people that don't like their food touching, but that right there. That shit fire. That shit smack. Hey, <laughs> have y'all seen, like, on Facebook, they got them little recipes. They got this motherfucking wrap with, like, yams and macaroni and cheese, and then they motherfucking, it look like yam sauce. They spreading on top of this motherfucking wrap. Mm. The shit look fire. I done no, seen it like eight it. times this year. That's not like some creative ass shit that niggas think of. Hey, it do though. Hey, it's like all carbs and shit. <laughs> like the health side of it, I was like, bro, this can't be healthy. Come on, that's but, not I kn- wrong. but I know this motherfucker fire. Gotta be. Because yeah. I'd have had some shit where they do like Thanksgiving in a sandwich. Do we need to wrap up? No. Thanksgiving in a sandwich. Thanksgiving in a sandwich. First of all, I believe in sage. 
Go ahead, right? Go, go listen to the how we I don't believe to say sex. We wear condoms over here. We don't want to reproduce. It ain't that time yet. She don't even believe that. Look, she, we, she have a, her... we have a turkey to save sex. Come on now. Hey, she got some turkey with the turkey. Wrap it up in the house. I, uh, <laughs> I was I, my name is Taylor Hill's wife, and I approve that message. Fuck all with you. <laughs> She's running for sex council. <laughs> okay. Safe sex to great sex. But no, that man. I tell you, I bet her daddy listening right now. He like the yeah, goddamn yeah, right. Ti right. listening right now. You goddamn right. <laughs> goddamn right. That's my baby. Hold the die. Hold the die. Hold the die. Hey, bro, that's the name of this episode. Hold the die. Hold the die. P O P. Hold the die. P O P. Hold the die. Don't hold the die, and we know your legs is open now. Yep. Don fall out. I'm gonna take a picture right there. Daddy would be ashamed of her right now. Yeah. That's funny. Man. Unless y'all got something else about Thanksgiving, I guess we can wrap it up. Yes. So it's if you will. It was a good episode, y'all. And I appreciate y'all two coming through. Turn up, turn up, turn up. Okay. And follow me at Instagram William Kibble Jr. Thirty five. I know that's long. And Twitter Kibbles with a Z because you know we 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 thirty five. We French. Boy, you out you <laughs> off the damn thing. And then Snapchat, William Kibble, you know, a lot of my name is all my socials. And you're my boy Avery one turn yours over as always every week. Yeah, bro. Uh shit. I don't even remember my shit. Oh, I had to go bro. to him. All right. All the miners off the top of my head, cause all miners was the same goddamn thing. Man, hey, if y'all, if y'all looking for me, if y'all looking for me, just holler at Will, bro. He gonna tag me and all that shit anyway. Okay. <laughs> well, I have my own podcast called Two Niggas Talking that is on Anchor and Spotify and Google Podcasts. So you can check that out. And it's the number two, the word niggas, but do the asterisks for the rest of the letters minus the N and the S. We just did some revamping. It's okay. They said hold it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold it down. Um, but as far as Instagram, it is MissMS.Zwifle. I Z W E I F E L. Um, Twitter is Mamacita Zweifel. And Snapchat is <laughs> Taylor Zweifel 18. So, Mamacita. If you want to see her eat a spicy chicken sandwich from Popeyes, you better go follow, regular flat one. Out. Go follow her right now. Regular. As soon as you hear this, because it might be gone by the time tomorrow hit. Regular one. But this, if you will, thank you for listening. And as always, listen to us, follow us, enjoy us. Will is drunk Love off wine us. right now. I wish. I could be drunk <laughs> off wine. I ain't going to be drunk again for another 33 days. Mm-hmm. Aruba, here I come, if you will. <laughs> <laughs>